Uh, so we celebrate this Sunday, uh, Sexagesima Sunday, uh, so-called because it is 60 days from Easter, uh, not ca- according to the calendar, but according to uh, liturgically, 60 days from Easter, uh, which means it is 20 days from Lent. So Lent is approaching, and we need to be thinking about what is the purpose, purpose of Lent. Uh, it's twofold, to grow in our love for God, who has suffered so much for us, and to grow in our hatred for sin, which is why God has suffered so much, because of our sins. Uh, so love of God, hatred of sin. Uh, now the world, like every person in the world knows this. Everybody knows that that is true, except they know it, they don't know it by that proper, uh, those proper titles. The world knows it as do good and avoid evil. God is all good and anything opposed to God is evil. Love God, hate sin. Uh, so we know, we know the purpose, everybody knows it, they just don't know that this is the right place to, um, uh, to understand it, right? To, to grow in that knowledge. Now this is, uh, this, this same purpose, right? Do good, avoid evil, love God, hate sin. That is why we go to confession, right? Because we haven't loved God and we haven't avoided sin. We haven't avoided what is evil. We have done what is evil. That's why we go to confession. Uh, confession is not just a place to admit our sins, to confess our faults, but to change them for the future. This is why we say in the act of contrition, I firmly resolve with the help of that grace to confess my sins, to do penance, and to amend my life. Uh, now, are we doing that? Or are we really seeking to amend our life in the confessional? Now, there's, there's one most important way that we, we're going to do that. One most important way we amend our lives. And it really doesn't have much to do with sin. It is prayer. Prayer is how we're going to overcome sin. This is why St. Alphonsus Liguori, when he, when he speaks about uh, salvation and damnation, he says, he who prays will be saved. He who does not pray will be damned. He didn't mention sin anywhere in that, right? Because prayer is how we overcome sin. Uh, there's only two people in heaven who never sinned, our Lord and our Lady. Everybody else is guilty, even if just from original sin. So it's not about who's sinning or who's not sinning. It is about who is praying and who is not praying. That's what we should be thinking about in the confessional. So <clears throat> um, people are the same. Uh, human nature doesn't change. We get the same sins every week. You all confess the same sins. And the priests here, the same sins every week. That's why we sound the same giving you advice. Because it's, it's the same sins, same advice. You have to keep doing this. And we can't tell your voices apart. That's why I've told you probably five times already to say your daily prayers, that the just man sins seven times a day, and all these other things, right? Now, what I'm going to do is... Um, we, we can't have this like clogged up confessional line all the way like, to the, to the uh, sac- sacristy here, sanctuary. So I'm going to tell you all. I'm going to give you all the advice I tell everybody. And then what I want you from now on to do is if I start repeating myself in the confessional, finish my sentence for me so we can move on. Right? Get on with things. So uh, if you've heard this already, pay attention. And if you hear it again in the confessional, let me know. Uh, so we're going to talk about how to amend our lives, right? Uh, the, the, the advice I give over and over again, I'm going to go through that. And generally, it, it really it revolves around two basic problems in the confessional. People uh, giving too much information and people giving not enough information. Little variations of that. So here will be an example. Too much information. 
Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Uh, Father, I have a sister-in-law, and she's kind of a liberal, and uh, we moved here from Boston about 10 years ago. We don't speak much. We don't really get along. But they were visiting last weekend from Boston. They were staying with us for the weekend, and um, we have two dogs and a parakeet, and my husband works in the industry, and we've been saving up for a bit, and we have a couple of kids Okay, what are your sins? Like, I don't, I don't need to know that. What did you do? Like, and, and all that, okay, your sister and your dogs and your parakeet, what, what did you do, right? Sin is in one of four categories. There are words, deeds, thoughts, and omissions. Uh, now, interesting, with that little, that little confession I've just, I've just told you, um, I never hear that from men, right? Anytime I hear that, it's always from women. Like they have to go through their whole story and all that because they've got to like uh, orient themselves. This is what's called preparation for confession, right? That's what you think about before you come to confession. And then when you get there, you know exactly from having thought about it, these are my thoughts, words, deeds, and omissions that were wrong. Based on all that scenario, here's what I've done. That's what I want to hear. Don't clog up the confessional with with all that stuff. Uh, Now men have the opposite problem, right? Here's the man's confession. Father, it's been six months since my last confession, and I got angry and impatient in traffic one time. For these and all my sins, I'm truly sorry. Okay, like one sin in six months. I don't think so. Uh, The just man sins seven times a day. That is the just man who is striving for perfection. That is 200 times a month. That is, uh, what, like 1,200 sins in six months. And you've given me one. Where's the other 1,199? Right? I want to know your thoughts, words, deeds, and omissions that you have done wrong. Men and women, they have the same problem. Right? It's just women are more verbose about it. So uh, this, and this is really the heart of it, right? Is, the, is it thoughts, words, deeds, and omissions? Um, what we do stems from who we are, right? Who we are on the inside, our fundamental character, that is going to drive our actions and our thoughts and our words. And that's what we're trying to change, right? Like sin is not something that's against the rules. Sanctity is not like a cloak that we put on ourselves, a little cloak of light and radiance, and I'm just so holy and here's my halo. I put it on and I take it off. That is not sanctity. Sanctity is about identity, who are you, right? I am a saint, right? That, that I, I am ordered. Right? I have conformed my life to God. That is sanctity, right? And that is where virtue and vice come from is identity. And I tell you, so this is the biggest problem these days. The biggest problem is people don't want to grow up. They want to stay children, spiritually, emotionally, uh, psychologically. And children, uh, they, they have to learn virtue, And children who don't want to learn virtue are brats, right? And if they grow up and they're 50 and 60 and 70 years old and they they don't don't have virtue, they're still brats, right? 70-year-old brats, that's who's running this country and the world. And they think about themselves, they think about what's fun, they think about what's pleasurable, they think about what they can get for themselves at the expense of other people. That is what is called original sin. If we don't fight against that, if if we don't help our children overcome that, they can, they can be taken down by it. And generally, that's, that's where a lot of our sins come from, is we haven't grown up. 
Uh, we're selfish. I don't give my time. I don't give my energy. I don't give my effort. I think about myself, not about my family or my spouse. Uh, I want to retreat from suffering instead of bravely facing it and overcoming it with uh, courage and fortitude and temperance and so on. Right? That, that's, that's what we should be thinking about. Not just what have I done, but who am I? Like, have I changed who I am by better action? Uh, now, so what, what's that going to mean? Um, we'll go through this. And, uh, another maybe mistake in the confessional is mentioning categories instead of actions. Father, it's been a month, a week since my last confession. In that time, I've been selfish, proud, angry, uncharitable, lazy, and intemperate. For these are not my sins, I'm truly sorry. Okay, that's great. Uh, you know the categories. But there's a thousand ways to be lazy, a thousand ways to be selfish, a thousand ways to be, you know, uh, all these things. Specifically, what are they? Uh, So now we go to the examination of conscience in the evening. And in the evening we think back, anything in the day that I, I did that, you know, could have been done better. How would a saint have handled this, right? What would a better person have said? You know, I didn't need to say that. I didn't need to do this. I didn't need to dwell on that thought or whatever it may be. Think about it at the end of the day. And over time, uh, you'll start to think about it right after it's happened. Not at the end of the day, at the end of the the incident, the statement. You're like, ah, you know, I shouldn't have done that. Now we're going to make some progress. You keep doing that, eventually you don't remember it after it happens. You remember it before it happens. Now you can do something about it. Now you've got a choice. Now something that has been habitual, you didn't think about it, you know, we just did it, I act this way, I speak this way, I'm I'm petty, selfish, irritable, rude, um, you know, all these things. Now I start to notice it, now I can work on it, now I can prevent it, now I'm changing, right? That's what we should be thinking about with our confessions. Um, Because 90% of our lives are these little bad behaviors every day, 90%. If we don't pay attention to the 90% of little things in the day, 90% of us will stay the same. All of our efforts in the spiritual life is only 10%, right? Because we're not really getting at the heart of the problem. You know, sin, these little petty sins are like those little bitty weeds in your garden and you go to pull pull it up and it's got this huge root system under it. That's why it's so important. The little things generally have a deep deep hold in our soul. We don't realize how hard it is to overcome them until we start trying. Go ahead, I, I challenge you. Give up sarcasm for Lent, right? I tried to do that once. I, could, I couldn't communicate. I, I, people would ask me a question. I, I'd have to think, what am I going to say? Uh, but anything like that, right? Give something up that is habitual that you do all the time and just focus on that one thing. Uh, you'll be surprised at how hard it is and even uh, how much you learn. Another uh, really good one for Lent is people will give up um, well, alcohol or some kind of favorite food or beverage. Don't give it up entirely. Have just one. Like, try doing something temperate. That can be even harder. Um, but, uh, so this, this is just design, right? That'll show you where your weaknesses are and, and, and really uh, uh, spur you to pay attention to the other little details uh, that aren't so little. So some things that will be helpful, right? Because people are like, well, Father, I just don't know what I do. I, I can't think of sins. So I'll give you some, right? This is just a little, little category. This will hopefully maybe um, spur your imagination or your, your realization. Common things people do wrong every day. Not going to bed on time, not getting up on time, wasting time on the internet, on the phone, on entertainment, using the wrong kind of entertainment, an immature attitude or behavior, neglecting duties, neglecting prayer, neglecting spouse or children, neglecting discipline of children, discipline of self, 
Uh, Willful distractions at prayer, gossiping about others, cutting others down, picking at others' faults, sarcasm, pettiness, making jokes at others' expense, bragging, telling lies, vanity in dress or speech, impatience, rash judgment, assigning motives to other people's actions, dredging up the past, going over old faults and wounds, dwelling on the wrongs of others, plotting revenge, manipulating others, ignoring others, disrespecting others in speech or action, taking advantage of others. This is just a small, small uh, smattering, like small category. Uh, That's the kind of stuff we need to be paying attention to. But here's another fault in confession. Don't pay too much attention to it because you do have people that are scrupulous and that's the kind of stuff they think about all the time. All day they're thinking about that kind of stuff. Like slow down, relax. Um, We're not going to achieve perfection by our own efforts. God knows, right? God has asked us, um, be ye perfect, right? Not mediocre, but be perfect. Uh, But we can't achieve perfection. We're not gonna, gonna, um, you know, will ourselves to be perfect and impress God by our efforts. There's no impressing God, right? We'll never impress God, we'll never surprise God. Um, What we do is we try. We set the bar high, knowing we'll never get there, and waiting for God to bring us up, right? I don't know how close I can get by my efforts. I'll get close. And then when I've reached my, the end of my efforts, God brings me up the rest of the way in his own good time. That's how we strive for perfection. Uh, and pay, by paying attention to those little things day in and day out, um, you'd be surprised at what you find. And I would say, listen to your own advice. You'd be surprised if you ask yourself for advice you'll give some pretty good advice. The the, the difficulty is taking it. Uh, But do that. Think about how could I do this better? What would a better person do? What would a person of noble character, a mature person, a wise, a temperate, a good person, a forgiving, a loving person, what would they do? And then how can I do more of what that person would do in this circumstance? Think about what commonly causes difficulty or pain in your family or circumstance and then put a better person in there a more noble person, and then make that person you. That's the way, that's the way to improve. Um, and recall, too, keep in mind, feelings are not sins. Um, we can't control the impulses we have. Anger, um, uh, you know, even gluttony, intemperance, uh, lust. Those feelings are going to arise. Those are not sins. Even thoughts about them are not sins unless we, unless we choose to think about them. The sin is, now that I have this emotion... What am I doing with it? Am I working on it? Am I trying to overcome it? Am I making it worse? Am, am, I, am I bringing in reinforcements, you know, and yeah, and another thing and another thing? That's, that's the determination, right? The sin is the action. The feelings are just kind of the, um, the environment we have to work in. And in fact, a virtuous person, a noble person, it's not that they don't have emotions, right? Or, or, or um, um, angry feelings, you know, all these, these um, we would say, uh, dispositions that aren't good you never know that they have them because they're always kind, they're always patient for the most part, right? They're really um, striving not to let others know what, what their um, inappropriate feelings are, right? I'm angry, but nobody knows. I'm still kind, I'm still patient, I'm still charitable. Um, I deal with my anger. That is sanctity, right? That's what we need to be working for is overcoming those um, uh, evil impulses. Um, and thanks be to God that God is patient, right? He knows that we're going to have these faults. We're going to have these um, frailties uh, come into confession over and over again for the same sins and the same faults. Uh, that's going to happen, right? We, we can't avoid that. 
Uh, what we can't avoid is um, a neglecting prayer, right? I have the same sins over and over again. Oh, okay, are you praying or are you not praying? Yes, don't worry about it. I would say be very, be very even if you have um, habitual uh, a grave sin, if you're really praying, you're really putting forth effort, be uh, confident in your salvation. Even if you're not committing grave sins, but you're not praying, you should be worried, right? Alphonse the glory, he who prays will be saved, right? He who prays. Uh, so let us resolve to say our daily prayers no matter what, to do our evening examination of conscience, to look at those little, little uh, uh, faults that aren't so little after all, and to change not so much what we do, uh, but to change who we are, right? Become saints, uh, noble characters, uh, um, uh, men and women of virtue, striving after sanctity in God's time, not our own. God bless you all. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. 